Hello, this is Vladimir Stafford. You are listening to Aging with Grace 50+. Episode 6, How Can Elder Law Help You? Today is November 1st, 2021. Enjoy. The health club for seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and age with grace. Hello, I'm DG Gridley, and I'm here to talk with you about elder law attorneys. There are now more than 40 million Americans over the age of 65, and that number is steadily increasing. In lockstep with greater longevity, the availability and complexity of federal programs created to assist the aging population is also growing. That's where an elder law attorney can help. An elder law attorney, sometimes referred to as an elder care attorney, can help older adults and their families navigate the complicated financial and legal decisions they face. It's a growing specialization with nearly 500 certified elder law attorneys across all 50 states. These attorneys are trained to take into account any physical and mental limitations aging clients may be experiencing and to tap into a specialized network of psychologists, social workers, long-term care planners, and other professionals to assist with any changes in the client's circumstances. So how can an elder law attorney assist you? Well, elder law attorneys often work in conjunction with other professionals in various fields to coordinate care, implement legal protections, and to help with the financing. The issues they may tackle include care coordination, and this can be as simple as establishing a health care power of attorney or as complicated as locating the right long-term care facility and coordinating financial resources to finance the cost of care. And, of course, that includes home and community-based services, too. And they can help tackle government benefits Some seniors want legal guidance protecting their assets while maintaining eligibility for Medicaid and certain Social Security and Medicare benefits. They can help tackle guardianship. When a person is unable to make decisions for him or herself, whether it be paying utility bills or choosing a doctor, someone needs to assume responsibility for that individual's affairs. If no one has the legal authority to act, the court will appoint a legal guardian and they can tackle financial representation from planning for the future, like making sure an estate plan is in place and establishing a durable power of attorney to dealing with money matters in the here and now, such as tax guidance and coordinating with with, uh, financial planners. An elder law attorney is typically well-versed in looking at clients' larger financial picture. It's important to note that elder law attorneys do not necessarily specialize in every area of law affecting seniors. If you're especially concerned with a matter of guardianship, for example, or need guidance on government benefits, take care to find an attorney with experience in those specific areas, with any specific area. So when should you consult an elder care lawyer? According to Harry Margulis, the founder of Boston-based law firm Margulis & Bloom and founding president of Elder Law Answers, families should consider seeking an elder care attorney when someone begins to anticipate a need for long-term care for a loved one 
or if you are wondering how to qualify for government benefits yourself. If you're worried about a time when you can't take care of your finances or other affairs on your own, a consultation with an elder care attorney is advised. And really, that should be anyone. None of us know. This is, a, this is just a, a word to the wise. None of us know what's going to happen with our health and our ability to make decisions for ourselves in the future. Jody Gastfriend, Vice President of Senior Care at Care.com, talks about finding an elder care attorney in her book, My Parents Keeper. This is a quote from her book. An elder law attorney specializes in the complex legal and financial issues impacting seniors. Most can handle a wide range of issues such as Medicaid eligibility, which can vary by state, which does vary by state, estate estate planning, and the delegation of health care decision-making in the event of incompetency. And, of course, that's not being able to make decisions for yourself. So questions to ask an elder care lawyer. Finding the right elder care lawyer is important, not only for future planning, but for your pocketbook. Margolis recommends asking the following questions before seeking representation. Number one, how long have you practiced elder law? What is your specialty? Remember, some elder care attorneys are versed in Medicaid while others are experienced in wills, trusts, or probate issues. Finding the lawyer that fits your needs is key. Two, what segment of your practice is dedicated to elder care law? While attorneys typically practice in several different areas of law, you want a representative that is well-versed in current developments. They should specialize in elder care law. Three, how much will it cost to retain you? Ask about fees at the initial consultation. Although some attorneys may not be able to provide a comprehensive quote without studying your particular issues, they should offer a range of fees for services. Comparison shop between different firms until you find the right fit. Also, ask if you will be charged for phone calls and emails. Typically you are. Some attorneys charge by the hour, while others have a flat fee for representation. Four, will you be part of the entire process, including drafting the legal documents and defending them, if necessary, in court? Some attorneys will not litigate in court if a potential issue arises. Discuss whether additional fees are required for appearing in court. Five, what if I need assistance at home? Do you make house calls? How much does it cost? So how to choose an elder law attorney. Here's how you can narrow the pool of available legal professionals to find the best fit. Ask for referrals from friends and family who have hired legal counsel to handle similar issues and in similar circumstances. You don't need to delve into the nitty-gritty details of your friend's legal affairs, but you will want to ask what matters the attorney helped with and how satisfied your friend was with the level of service. Search web databases of nonprofit groups and professional organizations, such as the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys or the National Elder Law Foundation. The latter offer certification to elder law attorneys who have at least five years of experience in practice, have completed a comprehensive examination, and demonstrate a minimum number of individual cases across elder law categories. Don't stop at the first name. Choosing an elder law attorney is a big decision. 
and many experts recommend meeting with at least two attorneys. You'll want to consider comfort level. Would you feel at ease sharing confidential information with this person? Did he or she seem interested and attentive to your questions? Cost. How does the attorney bill? Are they able to give you an estimate? And location. Convenience counts, particularly if you anticipate an eventual uptick in concerns. Would like to pause here and and talk about the advantages of planning ahead and finding an elder law attorney. I know several elder law attorneys personally, and they all say that most people come to see them in a crisis. And of course, they're desperate and they don't have time to shop around. Uh, Typically, a family member who has a considerable amount of money to protect becomes ill to the point that they can no longer care for themselves and they need help. And of course, help costs money. And so the family would like to inherit the money rather than spend it on help for their loved one that has the money. They would like to inherit the money. And so they come to the elder law attorney asking them to protect the money so that it doesn't all have to be spent on the care or what's the best, what's the best um, choice for providing care, etc. They, they haven't planned ahead at all. And so the elder law attorney helps them, but at an increased price, of course. So I advise everyone to get with an elder law attorney sooner rather than later and get your affairs in order as best you can. Some things can't be prepared for, of course, but um, everybody needs to know their health care wishes. They need to make that known if they're no longer able to eat Would they like a feeding tube if they're no longer able to breathe? Do they want to be on a respirator, et cetera? If, if, um, well, you know, we can keep people alive forever today with our medical advances. And you've heard the term, pull the plug. Well, someone has to make that decision because doctors don't like to do that. Doctors want to keep people alive as long as possible. So how do you best plan ahead? Well, we have a health club for seniors. And at the health club for seniors, it's really a club for your best independent life. So let's call it that, your best independent life club. We want to help you be independent as long as possible, but in the event that you can't be independent, what do you want for yourself? It's all about honoring your wishes at the Best Independent Life Club, Aging with Grace 50 Plus. So we have a tool that we use called the Wellness Map. And the Wellness Map is organized as if you were taking a journey. So to begin with, we have a personal inventory for each of our members. And you tell us what you would like for your personal emergency contacts, What kind of emergency plan uh, do you have for yourself in your home? Just in your home, if you have an emergency at home, we talk with you about that. And then we educate you about our emergency plan at the clubhouse, should there be an emergency at the clubhouse. And we get your medication list and we talk to you about our policies uh, regarding medications at the clubhouse. 
And then we move on to the starting point where we get to know you, your social history, and then your health history. Uh, we, ha we ask for a medical record release form so we can get your medical records from your personal physicians. And you keep your personal physicians at the health club for seniors. Uh, that's one benefit of joining our club rather than waiting until there's a crisis and ending up in a nursing home. At a nursing home, there's doctors that just uh, serve the patients in the nursing home. Typically, you don't keep going to your own doctor once you enter a, a nursing home. So uh, we have membership dates, the time you started, and uh, we talk to you about your home's history because we're a partnership. The, the clubhouse, the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse, is a partnership between you in your home and the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse where you come part-time, full-time, anytime, and receive services that you need. So we have a nurse there. We have good food, fun, and friends. Uh, move to improve times are especially beneficial for people. And we, well, I'll, I'll move on and you'll understand a little bit more about what we do at the clubhouse. So from the starting point of the journey, Oh, I forgot. Before the starting point, we talked to you about essentials for the journey. So just like any trip that you go on, you if you go outside the country, you need a passport. That's a legal document. You need insurance, maybe travel insurance. You need, um, you need a record of your immunizations, perhaps, if you're traveling abroad. So essentials for the journey is like that for our trip. We have a quality assurance and membership packet, and that includes our daily schedule, our HIPAA policy, our grievance policy, our membership agreement, our media release form, and a special tool called an authorization to release information and special instructions. So like any healthcare provider, we cannot release your medical information to anyone unless you give us permission. So this form is where you can list people that we can release your information to, your medical information, but it also includes a piece that has to be notarized by a notary public if you choose to use it. And it contains your wishes should you no longer be able to make decisions for yourself. So let me tell you a little story that illustrates how this can be useful. Uh, we have a member, his name is Jim, and he first came to us because he needed um, a colonoscopy and he was only 50 years old and he didn't have anyone in town to drive him. He didn't want to ask his friends to do that because uh, he needed someone to stay with him and he just didn't want to ask his friends to do that. So he called us and we took him to his colonoscopy and we stayed there with him for, uh, we brought him home and we stayed there with him and in his home for the recommended amount of time after the colonoscopy to make sure he recovered nicely and then we left and he got to know us through that and he came to the clubhouse to visit just to see what that was like and 
he loved it because he, he enjoyed the cornhole games on Friday. He just thought those were so fun with our members, and he helped um, make those cornhole games happen. He, he came every Friday for several years, and then one day uh, we noticed he had a blueberry stain on his shirt, and we said, here, let us help you clean that off, and, and we tried to clean it off, but of course it was blueberry, so it left a stain, and he left that that Friday, and we didn't see him again until the next Friday, and he still had the same shirt on, and it didn't look as if it had been washed. Still had that blueberry stain that we tried to wash out of it, and we thought that was odd because he was always very clean and... Um, you know, it was just odd that he'd be wearing the same shirt with the blueberry stain. So we we decided we should investigate further. And we said, Jim, are you still driving that Corvette? And he said, well, sure. And they said, well, can we look at it? That's such a cool car. And he said, well, sure. So we go outside and we're looking at his car and it's dirty. And it has a couple of dings on it. And we pointed that out. We said, how'd that happen? And he he didn't know. He In fact, he got upset and started blaming us. <laughs> and we said, no, we don't know anything about it, but come on inside and we'll figure this out. So we went in the clubhouse and and we redirected him. We said, hey, we've got this game that that is really fun to play. We offered him something to eat to get his mind off his car. And then, and then we um, directed him to play this game. And the game is actually a mini mental exam, but he didn't know that. And as we played the game, it became apparent. It was very clear that he did not, he, he, did, he was not thinking clearly. And so uh, he had given us instructions. We had made this wellness map for him when he first started coming as a gift, really. He wasn't really a member of, of the club. He was just a volunteer but we, we did this for him. We offered it to him, and he took us up on it, uh, filling out the uh, special instructions part, and he had it notarized, and it said that we could take him to his doctor if we thought that he was having some difficulties. So we made an appointment for him with his doctor. We had all of his medical records, knew who, knew who his doctor was, and took him to his doctor, and sure enough, he was diagnosed with uh, early to mid-stage Alzheimer's. And that turned on the rest of his instructions, which was to contact his brother. And he had written out the instructions to his brother. And we advised people to give us a set of the instructions and to mail the instructions to the person that you want to carry out the instructions and to also have a substitute person in case something happens to that first person. So uh, we contacted his brother and asked him if he had a copy, and he, he did, and he came and he helped Jim, and that story had a happy ending. But that's, what, that's why it's so important, because early onset Alzheimer's often happens when people are in their 50s and they don't see it coming, and it is life-changing. You really, really, really need help to manage that well. So um, that's our essentials for the journey section. And then we move into the starting point where we get your 
get to know you a little bit with your social history and your health history and uh, your med medical record release forms filled out and we get your medical records and we talk about your home because like I said, we're a partnership between your home and the clubhouse. And then we talk about where you want to go. What is your, your goal for your health? Where would, you know, we're on a journey, so we figured out where you are, like with any journey, first you have to figure out where you are, and then you have to determine where you want to go, and then you work out a map to get there. So what are your health goals in general? And then we go into the details of those health goals. For example, uh, we ask questions such as, can you manage your own medications? Can you cook for yourself? Can you shop for yourself? Can you eat? That means, can you, do you need assistance with eating? Can you get the food in your mouth and chew it and swallow it by yourself? Can you climb stairs? Can you walk? Transferring, getting, that means getting up from a chair or a toilet or a bed and, and then getting back down into a chair, toilet or a bed and toileting in general. Oral care, grooming, dressing, bathing, using the phone, addressing health concerns, doing laundry, housework, driving, managing finances, setting the HVAC temperature, taking out the garbage, and getting help when you need help, feeding pets if you own pets, and grooming pets, and remembering appointments and special days and commitments, and home repair and maintenance. So those are the, the major areas where people sometimes need a little help or not, and we figure that out with them when we talk about their health goals, their destination. So now we have the information we need to make the map. And the map is my favorite part because it recommends move to improve times for your particular needs, for a member's particular needs. It recommends spa treatments. So spa treatments can be for hygiene, just for general feeling of well-being, uh, mental stimulation. We have club meetings for that. And guided endeavors are physical therapies that people might need and nutrition. And last but not least, we have a section in the wellness map called checkpoints. Checkpoints are often paid for with Medicare dollars if you have if you're a Medicare beneficiary, and they are such things as the annual wellness visit, the bone mass measurement, balance test, blood pressure checks, blood test for vitamin B12 and vitamin D deficiency, etc. It's um, one, two, three, four, five, six pages long, different tests that if Medicare is going to pay for some of these, your doctor has to recommend them, but some of them are um, at no cost, like the annual wellness visit. And it should, that annual wellness visit should be a full body disrobe check. I was shocked to find that doctors often don't look at the whole body. They just ask people <laughs> questions and people will lie, of course. And you can't really tell what somebody's skin looks like unless you see all their body. If they don't look at your feet, at least, then they're bad doctors. I'm sorry, but at the annual wellness visit, they should at least look at your feet if they don't look at your whole body. And um, another thing about this is we do, for our full-time members, we do weekly blood pressure 
and um, vi other vital signs for our members to keep them. Preventative medicine is the best kind, of course, and so taking those vital signs often catches things before they become a problem. So I would encourage you to read about elder law attorneys after this and consider, I, I don't think there's another, we, we're a, we're a new animal, I think. There are other adult day healthcare centers, but I don't know of another one that has this wellness map and that has this plan for the future. And we also have um, an accompanying document, a tool that we use at home called the guidebook. And the guidebook is similar to this in that you can express your wish wishes and put contacts in there, your legal and financial um, professionals that you want to help you. But I want to encourage everybody to plan ahead and think about if you're in Lexington, Kentucky, coming to see us and getting your things in order just in case. Thanks again for listening. And uh, you can also check out our YouTube channel, Aging with Grace, for more useful information, YouTube videos. Have a good rest of the week. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Health Club for Seniors is your kind of place, so come and join us and age with grace.